It's Tuesday, February 11, 2020. All bushfires across the state should be out by the end of the week. Good news and bad news in Australia as destructive storms extinguish catastrophic wildfires. This new study tells us that climate change is having a dramatic effect on bumblebee populations. Sharp decline in bumblebees explained, plus... Everybody wants to get into our market. And that's how we convince them that they've got to be right on climate, too. Climate change through the lens of trade at the New Hampshire Democratic debate. All of those stories and more in sharp focus straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Let's not get down too much. There is good news. Antarctica is 65 degrees right now, which means we're all going to die soon. <laughs> <laughs> See? Cheer up. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, seriously, it was 65 degrees in Antarctica. That was warmer than it was on the same day out here in Beverly Hills, apparently. Yeah, so if you want to escape the winter blues, go ahead and head on over to Antarctica. (laughs) Scientists there recorded a balmy 65 degrees, a new record high. And days later, NASA announced that yet another massive iceberg has broken off of the Pine Island Glacier in Mm. West Antarctica. It's the latest in a series of increasingly frequent calving events in the rapidly warming polar region. Calving, of course, is when the iceberg breaks off. Yes. Okay. Good news and bad news in Australia. The good news is that torrential rains have doused most of the catastrophic bushfires rampaging across the east coast of Australia over the last several months. The bad news is that the storms brought the heaviest downpours in 30 years in some areas, triggering flash floods that destroyed roads, bridges, and power lines. So the worst natural disaster Australia has ever experienced was replaced with a more run of the mill natural disaster. Wow. It's just uh, one thing after another for uh, poor Australia. It's like the epicenter of our climate crisis down there. And Australia's insurance industry estimates that these new storms have caused nearly $50 million in damages, and that's on top of more than $2 billion in fire losses. They cannot win for losing or lose for winning down under. In the northern hemisphere, bumblebees are disappearing because of climate change. A disturbing new study has found that the number of regions in North America and Europe populated by bumblebees has dropped by nearly 50 percent since 1900. The researchers say the slow-moving bumblebees can't tolerate these more frequent, intense heat waves that we're seeing with global warming, and they are not moving into cooler habitats fast enough. The scientists say it's another way that climate change is putting ecosystems at risk because bumblebees, like honeybees, are crucial pollinators. But they do say that everyday people can help by putting more native flowering plants into their gardens. Meanwhile, action on climate change was barely covered in the final 2020 Democratic debate before the New Hampshire primary. Yeah, after it came up a whole bunch in the previous debate, almost nothing about it in the more recent one. Yeah, and this time it was mostly because the seven candidates found ways to insert it into their answers. Here's Vermont Independent Senator Bernie Sanders on military spending. But maybe, just maybe, given the crisis of climate change, the world can understand that instead of spending $1.8 trillion a year collectively 
on weapons of destruction designed to kill each other, maybe we pool our resources and fight our common enemy, which is climate change. Now we'll just keep putting $1.8 trillion per year into killing each other. The ABC News moderators asked only one climate-related-ish question <laughs> tied to President Trump's USMCA trade agreement with Canada and Mexico. Senator Sanders and billionaire Tom Steyer rejected the agreement because it doesn't mention climate change. Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren and Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar both defended their votes in favor of the pact because of modest but immediate gains for workers. They said that future trade agreements can provide significant leverage. Here's Warren. Everyone wants to get to the American market. We should be raising standards on climate around the world to get access to our market. And here is Klobuchar. When it comes to climate change, I think we have to have a North American trading block. Uh, We have to have uh, Mexico and Canada and America working together. And in fact, the European Union has proposed a carbon border tax, new tariffs on imported foreign goods from countries that don't take action to cut emissions from their manufacturing, like the United States. I cannot wait until we do not have... President crazy pants in the White House any longer, and we can actually debate these ideas and think about which ones make the most sense, which ones can be passed, which ones can't. Oh, that day can't come soon enough. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, or Google Play. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Ooh, child, things are going to get easier. Ooh, child, things will get brighter.